0: Log Talk Radio. Does
1: anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah.
2: You know my other side. Me, he me say, Lord, make me open, Lord.
1: Out there
2: singing. Come
0: on. Well, praise God, praise God, praise God. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Welcome tonight to a Word from God radio broadcast Right here on blogtalkradio.com I am your radio hostess this evening, Evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler And I want you to know tonight that God has a designed word especially for you Psalms 119 and 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee By keeping God's word in our heart It keeps us living a holy life If we choose to obey God's word And then Psalms one nineteen one oh five says Thy word is a lamp unto my feet And a light unto my path Meaning the word will illuminate our steps As we walk towards our purpose And our destiny in Christ Well it brings me great joy to come before you tonight Here on blogtalkradio.com And to share a word from God with you It is such a pleasure to be back on the air again on tonight Uh, During the Christmas holidays I went back to work for a short time Many of you know that I was in the retail industry. And so they, my old job called me back and asked me would I come in and help. And so there were several Sunday evenings that I did have to work. And so I just uh, got off the air for a while, but I'm back. And it is a great joy. I'm so happy. I'm in the Lord. God is doing great things in my life. Uh, A new year has come, and I want to say Happy New Year to all of my listeners. I thank and I praise God for you because you are such a joy and such a blessing to me. As I said uh, a little bit earlier, it really does bring me great joy every Sunday night and every Wednesday uh, morning to come. And just share uh, a word from God with you. Now, after the broadcast tonight, if you would look on my webpage, which is for com slash a word from God, there is a button there that says follow. I would ask that you please push that button and it lets me know that you enjoy our broadcast and that you are a follower of uh, our broadcast. And I want to say thank you to all of those who have been following the broadcast. Uh, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to all those who have actually fo- are actually following me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I'm I'm just so in love with each and every one of you because it is such a joy to just have uh, listeners and followers uh, uh, for this particular. Broadcast, and so once again, I just love you, I thank you for your encouraging words and for your support and once again, I do love each and every one of you. I do ask uh that you please visit our website that's called a word from god dot webs dot com I'm asking you to browse our site and to follow our links to our other affiliate sites and our blogs. Also, we have a page on Facebook called A Word From God. Please click the like button there just to show that uh, you do like our page. Also, please email us now and uh, tell us how you enjoy the broadcast or if you enjoy uh, our broadcast. That email address is awordfromgod3 at com. And as you're going through our website, I would ask that you check out our ad cost and advertisement page that is on our website. And if you would like to have your church event or your business announced on the air, or if you are an artist or uh, you have your own CD that you want played on A Word from God, I would ask that you would go to the website. Uh, Look at all the instructions uh, on our advertising costs there. Or you can email me and I can give you more information on that. Uh, Also, we will be coming back on the air on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. I probably will not be on this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday I will start back up with my Wednesday morning business show. At 10 o'clock a.m. And uh, also you know that you can still hear us every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. And both of these are Central Standard Time. Uh, the Wednesday Morning Show is a show that I've uh, I've devoted to businesses and to business owners. Uh, and this is a show where I have business owners uh, to come on the show. I interview you. And I showcase your business for that day. And we do have listeners from all over the world who will hear about your business. So if you are a business owner and this is something that you would be interested in doing, please go to our website, which is a wordfromgod.webs.com, and go to our ads and advertisement cost page. All of the pricing information that you will need is found there uh what we charge is uh for our wednesday morning show is very very minimal uh if you were to advertise on a regular radio uh the cost would be in the thousands i remember somebody telling me just for her to go on the air it was $200 uh for 30 minutes and i'm i'm allowing you to come on the air for $25 and you get to talk for a whole 45 to uh, 50 minutes about your business, and we interview you and just tell people a little bit about you, where they can find you. And our show is an Internet show, so as I said earlier, it is uh, heard all over the world. Now, in my archives, I have a message called How to Start a Business. And in this message, I have used scriptures, for how to have a business built on God's principles, and still in the pro and still in progress, uh, the series called the End of Times. Uh, I'm still working on that. There's a lot of information on that, a lot more than I thought I was going to have on there. On this particular series, I'll be teaching on the Rapture, the Bema Seat Judgment, the Marriage of the Lamb, the Great Tribulation, the Antichrist, and much more uh that uh much more that you'll find written in uh the books of Revelation, the books book of Daniel, First Thessalonians, Matthew, and also in First Corinthians, I will be sharing out of all of these books so that you can really understand what the end time is all about. Uh I am almost finished with my book, um, which is called um, The Secrets Behind the Mass. And um, this book deals with hidden secrets, um, it deals with uh, why we carry these secrets, it deals with the mask that we wear, and also God told me to add a new chapter to that book, and that book is about the secrets that I carried for several, several years. And so there's going to be a lot of wonderful things in the book, uh, things that you'll uh that you'll maybe maybe you're not carrying a secret, but maybe someone you know is carrying a secret, so there are some things there that you are just going to be blessed by, set free, delivered. God is going to use this book to change your life, so we're almost finished with that, so stay tuned uh for more. We're looking for a publisher, so stay tuned uh for more about uh this book. also, my last announcement is please visit Lady Be Lovely Fashion's website. At Lady Be Lovely, we carry women's church suits, business suits. We carry usher, choir uniforms, jewelry, hat, and various other merchandise. Uh, and all of these are at affordable pricing. We also carry items for men. I have men's ties, men's shirts, men's shoes, men's hats. Uh, a lot of wonderful. Uh, we have walking suits, tuxedos for men. So go online and check us out. That is Lady B Lovely Fashions with an S on the end. Dot net. That is Lady B Lovely Fashions. Dot net. And also on my dot Com slash a word from God page. I ask that you will check out all of my affiliate links. There is one called Blood Pressure Awareness where you can learn about high blood pressure, eating right, changing your eating lifestyle, and exercising. Many a times, many of us don't like to hear that word exercising, but it is very, very helpful uh, to our bodies we need to get up daily. We need to walk around. Uh, I was reading an article the other day uh, in ARPS magazine. ARPS is a magazine for people over 50, which I'm proud to say that I am, and uh, way over 50. And uh, in the book it talks about just sitting all day long can cause you your life. That just sitting around, never getting any exercises, it it, it causes you to uh, not get all of the things that you need to keep your body active. So each day when you just find yourself sitting around the house, get up each day. Even if you just have to go outside. I'm not saying you got to go out and buy expensive equipment. You have to join a gym. But if you don't do anything but walk up and down your block for 30 minutes, maybe twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. Just get some exercise. Get some movement in your body. I'm not saying you got to go out and do all the push-ups and sit-ups and all of those things. Walking is one of the best exercises that you can ever ever do. So go on there and look at that particular uh uh site or blog called high blood pressure awareness. And uh and like I said it will t- it'll help you to change The way you do things in life Because if we change our eating lifestyle We can add years to our life And if we get up and we just exercise We can add more time to our life So praise God, praise God, praise God We are going to uh, play a musical selection Before we get into the word of God on this evening, as I said earlier Once again, I'm so honored and so thrilled To be back on the air And to just share a word from God with you On this evening God is truly awesome He is truly awesome And on tonight, we are going to be talking About the secret place And as uh um, before we get into that message, we're going to have a musical selection. Please enjoy.
1: Listen, <laughs> I'm glad to see all of you all, but you know who I'm looking for? Uh, I'm looking for the special guest to show up. And one way we can do that, we can invite him in. And then when he comes, what I want to tell him to dwell. Stay here. Stay around. Stay around a minute. I don't know about you, but when I get into the presence of God, I don't want to go nowhere. Hallelujah. So when he comes, I say, Lord, please, just dwell. Just stay. Just stay right here. Stay. Because stay. in the presence of God, come on, in his presence, there's the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, presence forevermore. Hallelujah. Dwell among us, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah We welcome your presence Hallelujah Holy Spirit We welcome you in this place We give you free course Have your way in this place tonight Let your Shekinah glory Let the glory clap Fill this place tonight For so thou art a all up.
0: to say to the lord all the time lord that you are welcome into our lives lord dwell in us live in us just use us uh lord just be there with us at all times you are welcome oh god in this place meaning in our hearts and in our spirits we should welcome god into our lives and just let god rest rule and abide In our lives But not only should God rest, rule, and abide in us But we should rest and abide and live in Him Being in Him Uh, not, Not walking away from but turning our lives totally over to Him That's what we're going to talk about tonight We're going to talk about the secret place And we're going to be coming out of Psalms 91. Uh, We're going to read the whole chapter. I have actually two different versions of the Bible that I'm uh, going to uh, read. But uh, most of us know the King James Version. And many of you have uh, listened or read the Amplified Version. But tonight I want to read the Message Bible version, and I want to read the God's Word translation version of it um sometimes um when you're when you're in trouble, when things are going wrong in your life, when things are bad in your life, where do you go uh when your mind is confused or you or you're scared and you're fearful about something, who do you talk to? When all hell breaks loose in your life, where do you run to? Many of us seek ungodly counsel through ungodly friends and coworkers. Some find solace and peace in what we think is comfort in alcohol, while others look for comfort, counsel, and protection through drugs or sex or violence, through flesh, Or what we would call through man But I want you to know tonight that there is a place that you can go A secret place where troubles, heartache, pain and even the devil can't bother you there That secret place is in God It is a place of protection as you watch your enemies fall before you it's not just a one-time place of refuge, but it is a place where you are to abide always. You know, I believe Jesus said, if you abide in, uh, if if He abides in you, and and you or His Word abides in you, and you abide in Him, you know that things can work for you. Things can work greatly for you if you're abiding in God if you're abiding in in his word if you're abiding in him if you're spending time with him if you're praying if you're fasting if you're uh uh allowing him to be everything in your life that he wants to be you need to abide in Christ and let Christ abide in you you see there are times when God places us up under his protection for Uh, our, Our purpose or for our destiny Because he doesn't want anything to stop us From getting to our purpose or getting to our destiny And then there are other times that God hides us And he keeps us from our enemies So that the enemy cannot destroy us But that's only when we go into that secret place in him When we're complaining and when we're fearful and when we're scared and when we're looking for other ways out we're out in the open we're uncovered we're not hidden and it's so easy for our enemies or for the devil or for our problems or for our situations to find us but when we are hidden in Christ when we're up under the protection of God Nothing, nothing, nothing can hurt or harm us because we're up under the safety of God's secret place. Let's start at Psalms 91. We're going to read out of the message version, the message translation. Starting at verse 1, it says this, You who sit down in the high God's presence, Spend the night in Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you're my refuge. I trust in you and I am safe. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps, shields you from deadly hazards. His huge outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you are perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing, not wild wolves in the night, nor flying arrows in the day. Not disease that prowls through the darkness, nor disaster that erupts at, at high noon. Even though others succumb all around, they drop like flies right and left. No harm will even graze you. You'll stand untouched. You'll watch it all from a distance. Watch the wicked turn into corpses. Yes, because God, your refuge, the high God, your very own home, evil can't get close to you. Harm can't get through the door. He's ordered his angels to guard you wherever you go. If you stumble, they'll catch you. Their job is to keep you from falling. You'll walk around unharmed amongst lions and snakes and kick young lions and serpents serpents from the path. If you hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care. If you only get to know me and trust me, call me and i'll answer be at your side in bad times i'll rescue you then throw you a party i'll give you a long life give you a long drink of salvation oh boy that just that just gives me goosebumps i i mean that When I read that version, it just excited me because it let me know that no matter what my circumstances, no matter what tries to befall me, no matter what comes my way, no matter what tries to scare me, no matter what tries to stop me, that I am covered in the huge arms of God. And it says that nothing, it says that nothing, nothing can harm me there because I'm protected under his arms, that his ha- his arms fend off all harm. There is nothing that can stop me. I won't even dash my foot up against a stone, and if I do, that the angels are there to protect me so that I won't even fall. And then he says, I'll get you out of any trouble. I don't care what it is. He says, I'll get you out of any trouble if you'll hold on to me for dear life. He says that if you trust him, if you call him, he says, I will answer and I'll be at your side in bad times. And then he says, I'll rescue you. And he'll even throw you a party, letting letting your troubles and enemy know that this is my child. And there is nothing, nothing that you can do to stop my child because I protect what is mine. God has your back. Not only does he have your back, but you are covered by God. And so if you're covered by God, there is nothing, hallelujah, Nothing that the enemy can do to you And then he says he will give you a long life And he'll give you a long drink of salvation He'll show you the salvation He'll show you everything that involves your salvation And then let's read Psalms 91 uh, verses 1 through 16 In God's word translation Whoever lives under the shelter of the Most High will remain in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. He's your fortress. He, He, He. You can go into him, and no matter what arrows and things are being shot at you, you're up under the covering of this fortress. You're protected. Nothing can enter into that fortress. Verse 3, He is the one who will rescue you from the hunter's trap. The other one said from hidden traps and from deadly plagues. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall find refuge. His truth is your shield and armor. The truth is God's word. His word is truth. And when you quote the word of God to your enemy and you are Speaking truth, It is a shield and it is armor to you and there is nothing that the devil can throw at you that will bring any harm to you because you're shielded and you're wearing the armor. You're putting on the whole armor of God. Verse 5 says you do not need to fear terrors of the night or arrows that fly during the day. Plagues that roam the dark, epidemics that strike at noon—they will not come near you, even though a thousand may fall dead beside you, or ten thousand at your right side. You've heard of situations where people were on a plane, and or or they were in a very uh, uh, deadly disaster, and everyone around them died, but they remained. God kept them. Why? Because they belonged to God, it was not yet their time. God had a work for them to do. Satan was trying to snatch them out of there before their time, but not so, not so. Hallelujah. And then uh, verse seven says, "I'm so, I'm sorry." Verse eight says, "You only have to look with your eyes to see the punishment." of the wicked people. You don't have to worry about what other people do or what other people say. God is going to take care of them. You, O oh Lord, are my refuge. You have made the most high your home. No harm will come to you. No sickness will come near your house. He will put his angels in charge of you to protect you in all your ways. Let's back up to verse 10, because many of you say, well, hey, I've been sick, or I know people who have loved the Lord, and they've been sick. But if you stand on that word... And if you believe God, and if you tell that sickness that it has a place that it has to go to, meaning it has to leave you and it has to go back to the sender that sent it, because you did not ask for that, you didn't order that. You don't uh, 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 pay cash on delivery. You send that thing back. You don't sign uh, that. Uh, you don't sign that uh, thing that that uh, like the UPS drivers bring. You don't sign that little board or that little farm and say, yes, I accept this. You say, no, I don't accept this, and I send it back. The Bible says that no sickness will come near you. No harm will come near you. No sickness will come near your house. You can make a stand and tell the devil what you will and what you won't take. You you have that right according to the word of God because you're God's child. And when you're up under God's protection, the enemy can't send anything your way anyway. Hallelujah. It says he will put his angels in charge of you to protect you in all your ways. They will carry you in their hands so that you will never hit your foot against the rock. You will step on lions and cobras. You will trample young lions and snakes. Because you love me, I will rescue you. I will protect you because you know my name. When you call to me, I will answer you. I will be with you when you are in trouble. I will save you, and I will honor you. I will satisfy you with long life, and I will show you how I will save you. With long life, the word says, I will satisfy you, show you my salvation. There's much that God has you to do. And some of us, as I've always said, are the only Bible that some people are going to ever read. And see, and we can't be dying off early. We can't be leaving out of here early because there's much that God has for us to do but the enemy gets scared and he begins to send attacks our way and begins to speak things in our lives and it's up to us whether we uh work in agreement with him or if we work in agreement with God many of us get up under attack on on certain particular things in our lives and a lot of times we begin to agree with the devil because we don't see anything happening but it's not about What we see, it's about uh, our faith in God We don't walk by sight, we walk by faith That's what the word says, we walk by faith and not by sight It doesn't matter what's happening It doesn't matter if they say you're losing your job It doesn't matter If they they say you're sick, it doesn't matter. If they say you're going to lose your home, it doesn't matter. If they say that you're going to, they're going to come and take your car. If all of these things happen, you still have to stand on the word of God because the word of God says all the promises of God are yea, and in him amen, or so be it. All the promises of God are yea, and in him amen. All the promises, the promises, I'm not talking about what your mama said back in the day, what your daddy said, what your uh, grandmama said back in the day, what uh, the old preacher said when you grew up. I'm talking about what the word, all the promises of God are yay. And you have a right to speak to any type of dilemma, any type of demon, any type of circumstances, any type of problems, any type of sicknesses, any type of disease. You have the right to speak to that thing and tell it to go. In Jesus' name And it has to go But we do all of this Up under the protection Hallelujah Of our Father God Now when we go into that secret place In God we go to a place Of intimacy Safety and protection We begin to commune With the Father And while we are in this place We should know that we are safe In this place It's like uh, when there's a thunderstorm And uh, I didn't really grow up in thunderstorms But I grew up in Alaska and we had earthquakes And I remember in 1964 being in a very devastating earthquake And I believe it was between an 8 and a 9 pointer That earthquake It might have even been larger than that And I remember that after we had that huge earthquake I remember uh one night the earth started to shake again, and i i was even I was like twelve or thirteen years old, I think I was twelve, and I ran upstairs into my mom and dad's room and I jumped into bed with my parents because I was thoroughly frightened I mean I was so afraid because I didn't want that same type of earthquake to hit again because it was so devastating, but no matter how many little uh, tremors we had that night, uh, how many little aftershocks we had that night, I was in bed with my parents, and I felt safe, and I felt that as long as I was there, that nothing could hurt or harm me. My mom had her arms wrapped around me. She was laying close to me, and she was shielding me and protecting me and just telling me, it's going to be okay, baby. It's going to be all right. It, 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 it's, it's just a little shape. It's just a little trimmer. It's going to be all right. And that's God letting us know it's going to be all right. When we're in his arms, when we are in his secret place, we are safe in this place because communion with God is safety. You see, many of us don't go to God until our lives are about ready to excel or about ready to be destroyed or about ready to be damaged That's when we decide to go to God And it seems like this is the only time we go to him Is when we're in trouble But do you know that if you go to God before trouble If you learn how to go into that secret place Before trouble even hits you if you're already in the secret place, if you're already up under uh the place of uh of safety and comfort and communion and intimacy, if you're already in that secret place, nothing, nothing, nothing can reach you in there. Don't wait until problems come and then you don't know exactly what to do and you're 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 running around like a chicken with your head cut off and you're saying. Things like, oh, God, what am I going to do? God, why did you allow me to get into this problem? Why did this happen in my life? Oh, God, I don't understand. Those are not things that are going to get you into the secret place. Those things are going to keep you right outside of the secret place door. And you're still going to be beating. I don't understand, Lord, why are you allowing this to happen? And God is saying, all you got to do is trust me, open the door and come in and believe me. That's all you got to do. But we don't do that because it seems like everything that can happen to us is already destroying us. And we don't know what to do. So we turn to man. We turn to this. We turn to that. We turn to ungodly friends. Well, girl, I went through that. Well, dude, you know, I went through that same thing, man. And, you know, sometimes you just got to man up and you just got to go. You know, sometimes you just got to go to God. That's where you got to go. You got to go to God. You got to not listen to what everybody else is saying. And you got to hear the still, small voice of God you got to hear what God is saying. He's saying, come in. Come in. There's refuge here. There's peace. There's safety. There's protection here. Just come into the secret place. It's not just a one-time thing, but come into the secret place. In the first verse of Psalms 91 and 1, and this is the verse we're basically going to be dealing with on tonight, the scripture talks about. Uh, Several words it uses, it talks about dwelling, abiding, it talks about the secret place, it talks about the most high, it talks about the shadow And in verse 9, it talks about God being our habitation, and we'll share a little bit more on that later on into the message But let's take a look at these words, and let's take a look at their meanings to help us understand God's protection over us In this secret place That we want to go into tonight Let's first look at the word dwell And I'm going to give you the uh, the Hebrew words And the Hebrew meanings of the word And this is going to just help you To really understand What this secret place is And how powerful And how this secret place Is so guarded That nothing that does not Belong there Cannot get in there Let's look at the word dwells In the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance The Hebrew word for Dwell is Now I'm I'm praying that I uh, Pronounce these words right I'm not a Hebrew or Greek scholar But I'm going to do the best that I can But it is that the Greek the Hebrew word for dwell is yasab Y A H S A B yasab it means to sit down to lodge to remain to stay to marry and I'm going to explain that a little bit more into the message the next word is I want to take a next word that I want to take a look at is secret the word secret or the secret place in God The Hebrew word is sether, sether. It means covering, hiding. I'm sorry, it means covering, it means hiding place, it means shelter, and it means protection. This word sether is taken from the original Hebrew word, which is pronounced sother, sother, which means to hide oneself to be hidden, to be concealed, to hide oneself carefully. The next word that we're going to look at, the Hebrew word for abide. The Hebrew word for abide is nilin, N-Y-L-L-Y-N, nilin or nilin. It means to lodge, to remain, to pass the night. Uh, The Hebrew word for shadow is sel. It means shade and or protection. The word most high in this text means we are talking about el Yon, the highest, or el-shaddai, which means most powerful, the almighty, or el-shaddai being taken from the word shadad, which means to deal with violently, to devastate, to ruin, to destroy, and to spoil. So in other words, Psalms 91 and 1 should read like this. He or you who sits down, who remains, stays, or marries, meaning giving us a place to dwell, because once you marry you you move out of your parents' home and you move into the home of your your spouse or your, your being a woman you move into the house of your husband and that's what God is to us. He's our husband, he's our father. He's everything to us. So we move out of our place, the place that we've been dwelling for so long and we marry up to God and move into a place uh, where we can well with Him always, which is our secret place. It is our secret place where we find shelter and protection. In this secret place, you can hide yourself, be thoroughly hidden, be concealed, hide yourself carefully. This secret place is where El Yon, the Highest, or El Shaddai, the Almighty. Or if you want to call him El Shaddad, the one who deals violently with our problems, demons, situations. He he deals violently to devastate, to ruin, to destroy and spoil what was sent to destroy us. He is the one who lives in this secret place. We should want to lodge, remain, stay tonight night where the most. I live! I'm not talking about Heaven, but I'm talking about a secret place in God in this realm where you can be delivered from what is haunting, plaguing, and trying to destroy you. You should always go to God's secret place where His shadow provides shade and protection from all our enemies. Hallelujah a place that you can go and you can live there. You don't ever have to leave. There's no rent that you have to pay. You don't have to make any reservations. You know, it's open 24-7. It's open 365 days a year, sometimes 366, depending on what year it is. If it's leap year. But the point is that you can live in this place always there is a guard there, there's protection there. There's there's a God there that is so powerful, that is so almighty, that is so so great, that is so vast, and I mean, he's so powerful, he's so strong, he 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 I mean, he, he he's just bad all by himself. He's just bad all by himself. And when you sit God on the enemy, when you put God on the enemy, it says that he destroys them violently. He doesn't say, okay, devil, you know, well, you know, leave Becky alone. You know, she didn't went through enough. God, when he speaks about the things that I'm going through and he speaks to the devil, it shakes all of heaven. Can you imagine someone talking on your behalf and the thing that's bothering you is shaking and trembling and no, oh, you know what, I need to step back. I, I, I can't deal with her. I can't deal with him. I need to leave that alone, and I need to move on somewhere else. I got children out there. i go out there and mess with them. I better leave his kids alone. You know how protective they say a mother bear, a mother lion, or just a plain mom like myself. I'm I'm pretty, I've uh, have always been protective over my daughters. My daughters are grown women, but I'm very protective over them. And when somebody does something or comes against my daughters in a way that I feel like is ungodly or unkind or some kind of way. They know, hey, mama's coming, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to stand with my girls, and I'm not going to let anything happen to my girls. Why? Because I love them, and they know that I'm their mom, and they know that if nobody else has their back, they know I do. And that's the same way it should be with God. It's the same way I should know that God has my back no matter what. God has my back. Now, when we face these times of hardships, fear, stress, and or just plain going through, we should know that this is not a fast food joint like a burger place where you run in and get a quick meal, and then you run out. You get what you need in those fast food places, and then you leave. No, this is like fine dining. This is like going to a five-star resort. This is like having a vacation home. This is a place where you sit back, where you relax, where you spend time with the one you came to see, the one you came to be with. This is a place of refuge and solace and peace and comfort and trust and stability. It is an out-of-the-way place where no one, not even the devil, can find or get to you. See, there's no cell phones in this place. It's just you and the Creator, and you're talking and you're sharing. And He's telling you what He has for your life. He's telling you about the thoughts and the plans that He has for you, thoughts of good and not evil, thoughts that are going to uh, plans that are going to bring you to an expected end. He's telling you all of those wonderful. Things. He's, he's telling you about your destiny He's telling you about your purpose He's telling you how he went into the future And fixed it for you That it's already there It's already waiting on you All you have to do Is follow the plan All you got to do is follow the roadmap. All you got to do is follow the guide To get to your destiny To get to your plan And you find all of that In Your secret place, hallelujah. And as I said earlier, when you go to that secret place, it is a place of intimacy and communion. You get to go and you get to commune with the creator. You get to go and you get to talk and commune with your father. You get to go, you get to talk. You don't have to share him with anybody. It's just you And it's just him, hallelujah. And you and him sit down, and like I said, he plans out your life. He shows you your life. You're not perplexed about anything. You don't have time to sit there and complain. You don't have time to sit there and worry, because we know that worry is a sin. You don't have time to sit there and wonder, God, why me? Why is everybody coming against me? You don't have time to sit when you're in the secret place and worry about what people Think about you because you are sitting down talking to the Creator Himself, to God Almighty, to El Shaddai, the Almighty, to El Yon. You are sitting there and you're
2: talking
0: to El Yon, the highest. I mean, you can't get any higher than Him. There's nothing above God. And He's sitting there talking with you and sharing with you. So why should you worry about what's going on outside of the secret place? Now, I know that you have to live outside in, in the natural, but you can still live in that secret place and still do your everyday stuff, your everyday stuff. When we are in that secret place, we're in a place of safety. To dwell and abide, these are very Similar in their connotations Their meanings are As I said similar They both mean to stop And to stay a while Now this staying is Intentional And it is a purpose stay God doesn't want you to run in, run out Run in, run out Run in, run out He wants you to stay Because he wants to commune with you. In order for us to dwell and abide with God, we must spend time with him daily. And stop always doing what we want to do. In many of our cases, we put everything before God. And that's why when we get into trouble, we try to run to that secret place but we don't know how to get there because we haven't been spending time with God in the first place. When we're doing the things that we want to do, a lot of times it's these things that cause us to get into the trouble that we get into. As we dwell and abide with him, this should begin to build a trust and a deeper commitment with God. Let's look at the word habitation which is found in verse um which is found in verse 9 of Psalms 91. And the Hebrew word for that particular um the Hebrew word for the word habitation is called ma'on. It's called my ma'on and it is taken from the original word on Auna, Auna, Auna. It's O-W-N-A-H. I'm so sorry if I'm messing up these words. But it means to dwell together. It means cohabitation. It means uh, duty of marriage. This trust, this deep commitment and relationship that we are building with God, it should bring us to a new level Where you should want to dwell Together with God To cohabitate To be in his presence To be married to Or to be intimate with This is a place where you want to live in And be with God always Having God as your habitation Or your secret place Changes you And it charges you To run after God with great Determination When we have when we spend that time when we when when we're living in God him being our habitation when we're living with him and we're we're being intimate and communing with him and talking to him on a daily daily basis it gives us a, a determination just to just truly run after God with everything that we have you give if you give uh God, everything in your life, if you give him all of your problems, all of your dreams, if you give him your finances, your health, if you give him your life, as you give him your all, he begins to filter it all through this relationship that you have built together. God begins to strain out, he begins to divide, to separate, and he destroys all the evil from the good in your life. He destroys the sin, the disease. He destroys lack and anything that can hurt, harm, or destroy you. He begins to deal with it violently, strong, rough force, severe, extremely. He devastates it. He renders it desolate or barren, meaning that particular problem is dead. And it can never be birthed in your life again He ruins it He destroys it He spoils it from ever trying to destroy you Once God has destroyed something in your life It is destroyed And never anymore to rise up against you Something new can come But not anything old and if something old does try to come in a new disguise, you have the right to remind it that it is dead and it has to go away because it cannot harm you because it has already been destroyed. You have to let the devil know because he will try to come back and you got to let him know, no, not in, this is not going to happen again. This is not going to uh, be a part of my life again. We had a visiting pastor at our church this morning, and the title of his message was, Not This Time. And that's what you can say to the enemy not this time, devil You are not bringing this back Not this time, devil You are not speaking to my mind Not this time, devil You are not kidnapping my mind Not this time, devil Because God is coming for my words And my words are words of faith So not this time will you come and destroy me You do not enter into this Secret place only because You're lonely or fearful Or despondent That is not the real That is not the real reason For you to uh, Come not to say That if you're fearful or lonely Or hurting that you can't Go but the Secret place is for you to Come and grow This is a place for you To get to know God in a Deeper deeper Way, because see the uh, the scripture tells us uh, that uh, tells us in Second Timothy one and seventeen, it tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. His word also says in First John four and eighteen, and it says um, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear, because Fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So see, you have the ability when you're in that secret place. Because see, if if you're in the secret place, you know no fear, because you're up under perfect love. You have perfect love. The Bible says, "Perfect love casts out all fear." It says that fear is torment. So we can only be tormented outside of that secret place. But when we're in that secret place, we are up under perfect love because we are resting. We are up under the love of God. We're in that secret place. We're in that that private place. We're in that place where no one else can go but us. You see, when we begin to fear or or feel lonely or become afraid, you can use the word of God on your fears and on your problems. When you're in the secret place, it has to leave. So if you're outside of that secret place and you're feeling tormented, get inside. And ask God to help you, Lord. You know, I'm fearful there's things happening. Uh, they told me something at the doctor's office. I'm, I'm going through a divorce. I've, I, one of my children aren't talking to me. This is happening. That is happening. You know, uh, when we're outside of that secret place, it's hard for us. But when we are in that secret place, nothing, I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. It cannot reach you. In that secret place, you can stand with all of heaven backing you, and you can tell your fears, your doubts, your sicknesses, your diseases, your lack, and what else is bothering you to go, and it has to leave. Nothing that is sin or is hindering you from your destiny can stand in the presence of God and live. See, it has no place there. There's no place for sin and sickness and disease to dwell because there's no dwelling place there. It all has to bow to the name of Jesus because his name is greater than any circumstance that would ever befall us. This is why you need to be in that secret place, in that dwelling place, in that place where you go to abide, that place where God is your habitation. You know that this is a place where you should always abide, knowing that in this place, no matter what comes against you, you cannot be hurt or harmed. You should always want to remain in his presence. You can remain there daily by meditating on his word day and night. You can be ever mindful of him. You can stay in a prayerful attitude at work, at school, while driving, while shopping. You can just whisper a prayer while you're waiting in the checkout line. And while you're waiting in the checkout line, talking to God, God can be talking to you. Even though you're in Walmart or the commissary or you're at Macy's or Nordstrom's or at a mall or Kmart or wherever it is, That you might be You can still have an attitude of prayer And you can talk to God While you're trying on dresses You can talk to God While you're buying meat In the meat uh, department You can talk to God While you're buying a video or, or a CD You can be talking to God You can ask God Lord is this the right dress for me And the Holy Spirit will speak and say no Go look at that other dress over there And you'll see a dress That you didn't even see at first And it will be your size, it will be the only one, and it will fit, plus it will be on sale. That's how the Holy Spirit works in our lives. God must be our dwelling place no matter the physical address. It doesn't make any difference where you live. It doesn't matter if you live on the right side of, of, of the tracks or the wrong side of the tracks. It doesn't matter if you live on a military base. Or if, if if you're in prison, it doesn't matter what your physical address is, but your spiritual address must always be the secret place in God where we go to grow. It is in God's presence that we should want to be. Let's look at the book of Daniel. When he was in the lion's den, Now, Daniel and and some other men, uh, they were in high positions, but they just kind of didn't like Daniel. So they went to the king, and they said, well, you know, king, I think we need to make a new law. And that law should be for 30 days. You know, nobody should uh, petition uh, any gods or any man but you. And if they choose to not follow the rules, then they should be thrown in the lion's den. And they went by Daniel's window one day, and they heard him in there praying, and they arrested him, and they threw him in the lion's den. Now, what an awful place to be. What a horrible place to be, because we knew, we, we've we heard the stories about the Christians and the lions, how the Romans were throwing the Christians to the lions and people were being eaten and all of that stuff. And here it is, Daniel, who prays all the time. Because, see, Daniel had a secret place in God that these men and and King Darius knew nothing about. And so while he's being thrown in the den and there are hungry lions there, the first thing that should have happened immediately as he Hit the ground He should have been attacked By those lions But he was not Why? Because he was in his secret place He didn't beg And he didn't say oh my God why is this happening to me Why are you doing this to me He didn't ask anybody to help him He didn't ask anybody to deliver him He just went into his secret place It was in the arms of God His secret place Where he safely slept in the den while the angels kept watch over him. And then they called out the next morning and hear Daniel was still alive and they couldn't believe it. You know, who is this who is this man that that the lions won't even touch him, that the lions won't even eat him. He was in a place where the lions could not go. He was in the secret place Of the Most High. And he was abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. He was in a shaded, protected area that the lions could not see. And the angels were there guarding him, making sure that he was not attacked. That's Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 through 28. And then we look at the three Hebrew boys who were thrown into. The fiery furnace. Why? Because they would not bow down to the golden image of the king, King Nebuchadnezzar. They were uh, thrown into a fiery furnace. Now, you're talking about fiery trials. It says the Bible says that the fire was was seven times hotter than it normally was, and the people that were trying to throw uh, the three Hebrew boys in all, themselves were burnt up. Now these three men Had a secret place Where they could go And they were walking around In fire No man, no woman No boy, no girl Has ever walked around In fire But these young men did They walked around In fire Hallelujah And not It wasn't the angels this time that came and delivered the Hebrew boys, but it was Jesus himself because they could not understand why uh, those on the outside could not understand why uh, they weren't hearing and screaming and hollering, why these men weren't burnt up and what was going on. They could not understand. And then they peeked into the furnace and they said, wait a minute, didn't we put three men in there? And they said, yes. He said, but why is it that I see four? And one of them looks like the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even in your fiery furnaces, your fiery trials, you can walk around in the secret place as if nothing is going on in your life, that all is well and they walked out of that furnace not being singed, not having any smoke smell in their clothes. I mean, it was awesome. It was powerful that these men had a secret place in Christ, that even though they were thrown into a fiery furnace, that they were guarded, they were protected. They were up under uh, uh El Shaddai, who came in and he dealt violently with that thing. He caused, like Jesus caused the waves and the wind to behave, he caused the fire to behave. It was burning hot, but Jesus said, not so. Not this time. You are not going to take these boys because they're in a secret place with me. Can you not see Jesus walking around in your fiery place right now? Can you not see Jesus cooling the flames, even though people that are standing outside of the fiery furnace are dropping like flies? I believe it said that. In the scripture, it says that many were going to fall, that many were going to die, that you were going to see their corpses, but you yourself would not be harmed. Why? Because you are in your secret place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are in your secret place. So I'm going to say to you tonight, go to your secret place in God. Build a relationship with him. But see, a relationship, you and God having a relationship together, that scares the enemy. One can put a thousand, but two can put 10,000 to flight. It scares the devil. It scares the devil when you connect to God. Because once you have connected to God, He has no more control. You're not listening to Him anymore. You're not hearing what He says. You can't hear what somebody is saying when you're in a closed room, when you're in a fortress. When you're you're in a place that there's so much anointing, there's so much heavenly music, there's so much peace, there's so much comfort, you don't care what's going on around you. All you know is that you're in a place of protection. So when you build your relationship with God, that scares the devil. And you will know, just like the scripture says, when you build that relationship with God, the scripture says in James 4.17, it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. And when you look up that word flee, it means to run in terror. He will run in terror from you. Why? Because all of heaven is backing you up, backing you up. There are things that we see, and then there are things in the spirit realm that we don't see. And uh, I I remember uh, the Bible story, I'm not sure, I believe it might have been Elijah or Elisha, and they were at war. And one of the young men, he was getting nervous because he was looking and he was afraid because the enemy that was surrounding them, were there. it was quite a few people. It was quite a few men out there, and they were fierce, and they were fearsome. And then Elijah or Elijah prayed and said, Father, open up his eyes so that he might see that they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And God opened up the young man's eyes, and he looked, and there were angels everywhere with their swords drawn, ready for battle. You don't know what's standing behind you. When you walk in faith, and you stand in faith, and you quote that word, and you believe that word, all of heaven, God's angels are standing there with their swords. They're waiting for you to have faith so that they can fight that battle for you They love fighting the enemy They love fighting Satan They love destroying the works of the enemy They love that And when you have faith It causes them to move in a way that they destroy every band of wickedness in your way But when you don't have faith, you tie up their hands. You cause them to not be able to do anything. So get into that secret place. Get into that place in God that only you and him can go. Right now I'm going to play another musical selection. Enjoy this musical selection and I will be right back with you. God bless you. He's all seeing, he's all knowing, he's the beginning, he's the ending. All of his promises, as I said earlier, are yes and in him, amen. The song says that he's God all by himself, and he doesn't need anybody else, but we do. We need him, and we cannot live this life, the life that we live, we cannot live it. In the way that God wants us to live without Him You can live life and not have God in your life But it won't be a happy one It won't be one full of joy It'll, It'll be one that whenever you have problems and stresses And things that you go through You have to go through all of that stuff by yourself But just think, when you are in the secret place And those things hit your life You have somebody Somebody To walk that road with you And you're not alone And you're not by yourself Because he's almighty He's all
2: powerful
0: He's God Hallelujah He is God I cannot imagine my life without God For you see one time I was so angry Hallelujah. 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 I was so angry at God for some things that had happened in my life. And my life was miserable. I was so miserable. I was going through things. I wouldn't acknowledge God because I was angry at Him. But I always, in the back of my spirit, in the back of my mind, I would hear this little, still, small voice that would talk to me. And he would say, Rebecca, I love you. And I want you to come back home. I want you to love me like you used to. I want you to know that I forgive you for everything that you've done. But I was still angry and I was still mad. And I, I tried to walk down this road by myself. I didn't want any help from me, anybody because I, I, I was big and I was bad and I could do it on my own. And I didn't need God. But deep down in me inside, I needed Him. I missed Him. And I loved Him so much that I was just angry. And I couldn't get past my anger at him. But one day, I let my anger go. And I remember God telling me, he said, Rebecca, he said, I forgive you. And then he said, I forgave you. He said, I forgave you you way back when I was dying on the cross for your sins because I knew that this time in your life was coming. And so I died for just this time in your life. And hallelujah, I stand today so much in love with God. He means so much to me. My life is so much sweeter, so much better. Now that I've walked back into that secret place with Him, I couldn't make it out there on my own. I couldn't do without God. I really couldn't. You no, know, many times, I don't know how many times I tried to do it, but I just could not do it. And there are some of you tonight that are trying to walk without God, there are some of you tonight that maybe are like I was at one time, maybe a little upset at God about something. Maybe there's some of you that you know I've always handled things on my on my own. you know why do I need god you know i i i'm I'm a big girl, I'm a big boy, I can do it without God. Why should I trouble God? With my problems With what I'm going through But that's why he's here He's here for those times When we feel like we can't do it He's here for those times When we feel like Oh I can just do it on my own I don't want to bother God That's God's job That's why he created us He loves us He wanted to take care of us He wanted us here To worship him and in our worshiping and in our praising him, because we were created to worship him, in that he said, "I will do for you if you will just to worship me, if you will serve me, if you will praise me, there's nothing that I won't do for you, nothing. if you'll get into that secret place with me, if you'll spend time with me." Some of you are going through some things that you don't even have to go through. The devil has lied to you. The devil has told you things. The devil has even told you that God doesn't care. And that is a lie from the pits of hell. God loves you today. He wants you. If you're a backslider, he wants you to come back if you If you've never known the Lord, he wants you to know him in a in a in a wonderful new way. He wants you to know what peace really is He wants you to know what love is all about. I've been loved by a man I've been loved by friends i've I've been loved by my mother my father I've been loved by my children my husband I've been loved by friends. By my church. But their love is nothing compared to the love of God. Because see, when none of those people are here. And I'm going through something. And I'm in that secret place with God. His love is so grand. It's so magnificent. It's so warm. It's so special. You feel it You you don't want to come out of it You, 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 You just want to stay there That's what it means by being intimate With God You don't want to lose That feeling that you have You don't want to lose that communion That you have You don't want to walk out of that secret place You want to stay there And that's what God wants for you tonight He wants you to stay In his love He wants you to stay In that secret place I love God tonight And I know that God loves me And I want you tonight To know That God loves you And there's nothing too hard for God There's nothing that you've done That will cause God to walk away from you we walk away from Him, but He does not walk away from us. The Word says He's married to the backslider. He says nobody can take us out of His hand. God wants you to know tonight that He loves you. He loves you, and you mean the world to Him. And so I'm going to ask you tonight uh, to just, if you've, not known the Lord, if you've never prayed the uh, sinner's prayer, I'm going to ask you to pray alongside with me tonight. If you're backslider, I'm going to ask you tonight to uh, uh, pray the prayer and come back home to God and let God heal you and let God minister to you on tonight. Let us pray. Father God. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for my sins. Father God, I ask you to help me to turn away from the things of the world. Help me to turn away from my anger, my fear, my frustration. Father God, I've never known you in the way that I should. But Lord, I want to know you tonight in a real way. Come into my life, Jesus. Save me on this evening. Save me. Come into my life, Jesus. I don't want to go down this road anymore. I want to be saved. I want to live for you. I want to talk about you. I want to love you. I want to worship you. I want to praise you. And I thank you, Jesus, right now for saving me. I thank you, for Jesus, right now for allowing me to come back home. I worship you. I praise you. In Jesus'
2: name, I pray.
0: Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We give glory and we give honor to God. God is truly awesome. Um, I have a little more time left. I don't know. Um, uh if someone may want to call in. Um the phone number here is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. Again that number is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. You may have a testimony. Maybe there was something that was said on tonight that was a blessing to you. Uh, So we're just going to leave the phone lines open, and we're just uh, thanking God for each of you who are uh, listeners of this show. Uh, We plan to uh, bring you some great uh, guests uh, throughout the rest of this year. Uh, We're going to be bringing on a young woman who uh, was a lesbian for several, several years who gave her life to the Lord, and she is now uh saved sanctified, holy ghost feel, and she's free from homosexuality, so we're gonna be bringing her on the air one night. we have some other ministers that uh we're gonna bring on who are going to be a blessing uh to uh you on the air uh we're we're hoping to be able to have something special for you next month uh having some uh having some Teachings on marriage and uh we have some guests in mind that we we want to bring on the air, so um, just stay tuned with us; we're just <clears throat> believing that God is gonna do something new and something great and something special um, We're just looking for God to just build this particular radio broadcast. I pray that it has been a blessing to you, and that it will continue. To be a blessing to you On the 6th of next month I will be Have been on the air For a year So I'm coming up On my one year anniversary And uh, this has just been A God sent for me To be able to come And just share The word of God God's word is so important It's through his word That we can uh, uh, get everything That we need that The deliverance That we need Uh, We can uh, use that word against the enemy We can speak words over our children That they be blessed Over our families Over our spouses Over our co-workers We can call things into existence For um, just by quoting And just by speaking the word of God God's Word is life, it's life to our bodies, it's health to our bodies It's strength to our bodies. Hallelujah. Praise God, and we just thank and praise God for His goodness, for His mercy for his everlasting power. I'm going to uh play uh one more song, and uh if someone would like to call in one eight one eight four seven five. Nine two two nine. Well I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna play a uh song for you right now. God bless you.
1: The Bible says if you delight yourself in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. It shall come to pass. If you believe it, clap your hands and say, I believe it.
0: Whatever you're believing God for, it shall come to pass. The other day, as I was uh, spending my time with the Lord, and uh, I believe it was on this past Friday, and God gave me uh, just dropped a little something in my spirit, and I wrote it on my Facebook on my Facebook page, which is my regular Facebook page. Uh, not up under uh, a word from God, but on my regular Facebook page. And this is what the Lord gave me. I just want to just read this to you, and however the Spirit of the Lord uh, deals with you on it, praise God, so be it. Um, It says, um, Do you ever wonder why you feel so disconnected from God? It might be it might be that you're still connected with the world doing worldly things acting opposite of what the word says you should do. Who do you really belong to? God or Satan? We who belong to God should renew our minds daily through his word. Romans 12 and 1 says and stop acting and living like the world, our lives should show the world who God really is by us living our lives holy I'm sorry uh'cause i'm I'm reading this off of my uh my phone, but it says uh by us living our lives holy." And then it says, um, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I lost a little bit over here." Okay, we should stop and acting like and living like the world. Our lives should show the world who God really is by us living our lives holy. God is holy, and we should be also. He is he is an awesome God. There is none like him. There is none like him. And the enemy is really trying to stop me from reading this. But that's okay. There is none like him. We need to begin to seek God and disconnect ourselves from Satan's system. The world and reconnect and be restored back to God. This world is not our home. We are only here for a time. We are citizens of the kingdom of God. He is soon to return to take His children, His glorified church, the bride of Christ, home. Are you ready? to go, be blessed. Hallelujah. That's my question to you tonight. Are you ready to go? If Jesus were to return on this evening, would you be ready to go back home with him? Well, I see that the clock on the wall says that it's about time for me to get off of the air, and it has as I always say, it has been a pleasure, it's a thrill, it's a joy to come before you each Sunday night and every Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. And each Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will not be on the air this um uh, This Wednesday morning But I will start back uh, Wednesday of next week And I'll be on the air Doing my uh, Wednesday morning business show And as always It is truly, truly a blessing To come before you And share a word from God with you Thank you for tuning in To A Word From God On blogtalkradio.com I am your radio hostess, evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next week. God bless you and good night.